0: It's in the game. Welcome to this game where podcast with me, Chris and
1: <laughs> me, Ashley. Hello, everybody. That would have worked a lot better if you didn't have if you had more like a B.A. Baracus voice as opposed to a squeaky Captain Toad voice. <laughs> it's not that bad, was it? That T- was the deepest you could get, wasn't it? <clears throat> TGW. It's in the game. Yeah, you still sound like a little boy trying to be a man.
0: It's in the game.
1: Now you sound like you've got a problem (laughs) I have, but that's that's beside the point (laughs) Good start, good start, thank you for providing some entertainment (laughs) You're welcome, how are you? Are you alright? Well, you go first, how are you? How am I? Let's be very British, yeah Fine, there you go, very British, (laughs) I'm fine Yeah, no, good It's been a lovely day today, unexpectedly nice Oh, it's quite miserable here. In fact, at the the point of recording, it is hammering it down outside. Yeah. Um, Nope, not here. It's looking lovely here. And it's been been very nice all the way through the day. Uh, It was supposed to rain and it hasn't. We've been out in the garden. I've repotted some chili plants, ready to grow up and provide me some chilies. Oh? Garden update. Yeah, garden update. Well, the garden's coming on well. I've carted out a load of mud. Taking it to the tip?
0: I had a nap this afternoon, a scotch egg. That was my day.
1: At the same time? No, one off the other. Huh. Disappointing.
0: But it was a very nice scotch egg.
1: I mean, that sounds like you've had a, a, a good day by your standards.
0: Just based on those two things.
1: Yeah, it's raining. Three things. It's oh, yeah. raining, so you can't go outside. Yeah. You've had a nap, and yep. you've had a scotch egg.
0: Yeah, you're right, actually. that That's a top day in Chris' world, isn't it, really? Too right, it is. So... I'm going to crack on with the game, which uh, this week is something for the parents listening. It is. What? This, it's this game where, not like our parents, I mean like
1: parents who are gamers. My parents, I as much as I would have wanted my parents to play games with me when I was younger, they would have refused. They would have poo-pooed me and sent me on my way. Or just point blank, just no, not interested. Yeah, maybe later. I might play later and then never come back to me on it.
0: Oh gosh, right, okay.
1: Did you play games with your parents? No, not at you one of, of the actually? lucky ones? No, no. No, it was weird times, wasn't it? I think I... Parents all play games with their kids now.
0: I remember getting World Cup 98 to the PS1 secondhand um, in probably like 2001, so like many years after the the, the fact, mm. and playing it with dad because he was well into football and I wasn't at all and it was a somewhat awkward fathersome bonding experience that neither of us were particularly fully into mm,
1: yeah i think that possibly is the the i didn't even have that i'll be honest <laughs> i was gonna say i think that's the level to which my uh parental engagement with gaming got to but actually i didn't get that either i just got sort of m- bemused looks <laughs> and and then got told as everybody did to go and play outside oh yeah yeah I Which I that. thought was weird. I'm glad parents are giving that up. Yeah. I would loads of
0: having to play outside. Just, oh, can I come yeah. in yet? Can I come in and play some lemmings now?
1: I, I loved going to play outside, but part of going and playing outside was going to people's houses that had different games to me and playing games there.
0: I remember once uh, playing my Ghostbusters toys outside and I had a trap, the one that had like the, the cable and you stepped on it and it yeah. the, the doors opened. I left it out on the lawn and my dad ran over with the lawnmower and completely scuppered it. It's probably worth a fortune an idiot. now well look, yeah, I mean, in, not in bits non-broken state yeah well, it was, was exactly in a, it was chucked into landfill like 30 years ago so there you go but uh your dad yeah what a clown anyway <laughs> sorry it's... i interrupted you talking no. about the game
1: go on What what is this game this week
0: so it's this game where you control a circular character through a series of logic puzzles aimed at three to eight year olds and you are going to have absolutely no idea what this game is, so I'm going to jump straight in and say what it is. That
1: it's doesn't a- sound like a game for parents. That sounds like
0: like a game for their children. Yeah, that's what I mean. A game for parents to play with their children, or for
1: uh, children, really. You mean you mean basically? I, I mean, for parents ba- to chuck their kids on so that they don't have to babysit them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a game. Okay. Called think giving away your parent hacks there. <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> go and play on this, so I can. I no do the washing up it's a game called think
1: rolls yep okay yeah. no am no. i gonna play this game is this a hi are you gonna make me play a game for three to eight year olds i mean i suppose we've done that before haven't we when well i i imagine that a lot of our games are actually designed with young people in mind Rolls to the rescue look where that goes exactly rollo to the rescue perfect example it's, think it's, rolls.
0: it's not a game we are going to play. I'm, I'm going to wax lyrical about it because it is a brilliant game and parents should definitely track it down for their nippers, but I don't think it's really up your street. So, Oh, thanks. Great. Think Rolls is a series of levels, 207 levels in fact, that are one screen big <laughs> and you go from the top of the screen to the bottom of the screen. Um, each series of levels is probably about 10 or so levels per kind of section so you've got how many sections there are and they all follow one from one from the other so it's like a, a big maze and each level within that, that sequence of 207 is one screen big and using touchscreen controls, this is a, an iPad game using touchscreen controls you roll the character around and interact with things to achieve the goal of getting falling off the bottom of the screen and getting to the next maze
1: yep, okay, okay.
0: so uh, this reminded me, which reminded me, when I was researching this uh, today, it reminded me of the very first level of Alex Kidd. We, we were marvelling about how that worked in that so way. Going scrolling, top to down, yeah, yeah. scrolling down. Yeah, scrolling down
1: on it. Yeah. Incidentally, Alex Kidd uh, is having a remake that comes out in the next few months. Just for anyone that isn't being engaged by Thinkrolls, uh, just a little morsel of real gaming uh talk there
0: i really think think rolls is deserving of people's time and attention as a uh parent gamer who has managed to successfully get my daughter into gaming this was one of those mm. games that a was gateway it, drug a, a gateway yeah i wasn't gonna say gateway drug inside not to as i was talking you but, drugged, you drugged um, your kid with this game <laughs> and now she plays games so at the time recording she's six and a half and i think we got this when she was about three and it's a game yep. that she has come back to a lot in the in the 300 mm. years since getting this uh, because it is very simple to play, but very fun and very engaging. The, the main thing with it is it's not just a series of mazes. It's got this STEM element to it as well. So that's science, technology, engineering, maths. If anyone's not familiar with that. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a series of logic puzzles. So you've got to use the elements within the maze and interact with them in order to proceed down through the level. Uh, for example, um, I mean, I've got I've got a list, as is tradition. I've got a list of examples, but the, the first one that jumps to mind for me is you've got a series of platforms that are biscuits, and you tap them three times to crunch away at the biscuits in order to get them out of the way and then mm. roll through. So I've just said roll through. The the characters being circular, they roll around, which, again, is, is quite characterful. It, it, it's quite nice. Yeah. Uh, do you want a list of all the stem elements you can interact with? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so you have got... Um, there are blocks of ice which you then have to make melt through push them onto fire there are the biscuits i've mentioned you've got crates which you can push left or right and put them into divots in the platform in order to uh, traverse a bit further on there are lifts that are activated with switches uh, there's balloons which are quite like because you have to obviously if you move them left or right then they float upwards and then if the spikes on the sea and the balloons pop enabling you to get past them yeah Uh, You've got boulders that you can push off from a height and if there's platforms underneath that have got a crumbling effect on them, the boulders will then smash through um, and you can then again progress. And then finally, there's jelly. So you bounce onto jelly from a a height and it bounces you back up again, maybe like bounces you down slightly left or right in order to to, um, traverse a bit Mm. further on. Each of these elements is introduced one at a time. So your first world might be, I can't remember which one it first, but the first one might be, for example, your, your biscuits and it's then a series of Platforming logic puzzles around getting these biscuits out of the way. And then the second one might introduce the balloon elements, and then it might then bring in balloons and biscuits at the same time. So, Mm -hmm. bit by bit, as you get through these 207 levels, you'll get into levels towards the end that have got lots of these things all working at the same time. And the logic of it is you've got to figure out how to do them in the correct order. It's aimed at, as I said, three to eight-year-olds, and within it, there are two difficulty modes. You've got an easy mode aimed at three to five and a hard mode aimed at five to eight, uh, which depending on which mode you go for will then dictate the level of challenge and how they, they work. Uh, and then there's also, within the levels, an instant reset. So if you mess up the logic or you do something wrong, just press reset and instantly the level resets, which we've talked about a few times being quite a good selling point for games. And this definitely works, uh, especially with the target market it's aimed at. It is very effective.
1: I think in certainly for children's games, um, or games that are to appeal to children, the a abolition of anything that is frustration um, creating is is perfect so the the shorter the time from failure to getting back in for another try the better um just as a standard and actually i think that goes for adults as well so I'll complete um, even outside of think roles um if you were playing a game you're going to you're going to find it far more frustrating if it jumps you straight back into the action within seconds as opposed to tens of seconds or even minutes at the moment i'm replay again i've gone back to the spyro reignited
0: trilogy on the switch and mm. i'm i've been trying through some of the speedways which are ones where you're flying through and uh, have to flame things in a certain order and if you mess it up you have to restart the whole thing again because there's one of the challenges you have to do all the um 40 or whatever it is things um all in, in one run through and yep. If you fail, you then have to, so you t- to reset, you have to go to a loading screen, which then takes you to a second loading screen, and then you're back into the level. You're probably looking at 30 seconds between pressing reset and going back in. So yeah. as a contrast, this instant in it is you press the reset button and you're straight back at the start level instantly is a welcome relief. Yeah. You're right. You looked at the game. How did you know? <laughs> I just figured you so- could. you grabbed your phone.
1: Yes, so um, while you've been talking, instead of paying complete attention to you, I have gone and grabbed my phone and I'm having a little look. Um, The game, we normally do this at the end, the game on Android, certainly, uh, which is what I'm running it on, costs £3.50. There's Think Rolls and there's Think Rolls 2. There is, however, a version called Think Rolls King and Queen. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yes. And that's free. Is it? Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, so that's what I'm playing right now. Right. Fair enough. Uh, on the first level, uh, you roll your little character. Oh, first off, you get to dress your little character up, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I was going to talk so about that. So you get a, a, bl- a little blank slate circle circular person and then you can add hair and hair um and hats and mustaches or beards facial hair uh glasses and things and it's just sort of drag and drop whatever you feel and i added some hair in and i tried to add a crown i was expecting it to swap between them but actually i've been able to add a little bit of hair and a crown on top uh, which uh, and i've also got a little mustache as well uh, so yeah i quite like that character creation element as you go through the levels you're chasing other think rolls there's 26 in
0: total to unlock and the other think rolls you chase down so uh, as i said there's 207 levels they must therefore be broken down to 26 sections each of those think rolls you chase down at the end of the, the sequence of levels they then are unlocked so whatever facial characteristics they've got eyebrows facial hair eyes whatever they get unlocked so as you complete as you get further through the game you unlock more and more options to customize your character and okay I, i'm not sure which point it got unlocked it might have been a, a freebie because we've had this for a, a long time but we've also got some christmas unlockables like a santa hat and things like that
1: so there's, there's mm. a lot of customization there cool so the the first level on this kings and queens um it doesn't sound like it's following the same kind of formula as as what you've described with the biscuits and the jelly and so on, that sounds far more physics based. Yeah. Whereas Key and Queen, uh, says this... you've got cages and keys at, at the first bit, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you've got. I'm having to work with these cogs, so I'm rolling mm-hmm. cogs out of uh, uh, from one area of the screen into a position that then allows them to move a piece of platform Mm -hmm. and you've got to position your character in such a way that you can get through the screen uh, because they're all sort of taking place on one single screen each puzzle and you've got to place your character in such a way that that placing the cog then allows you to get to the gate Yep, is that a sufficient explanation of the kings and queens version would you say yeah, it absolutely is. We've what happens all, after that? Then I with believe the... in Kings
0: and Queens. You then once you've come into that screen, you then roll through to the next, and again, it it's sequentially. It, it gives you this spatial sense of you rolling through a castle. And I think at the end of every eight to ten levels, you then face a dragon, which then takes gives you a lift to the next castle or something. I think. Because we, yeah. we did get the Kings and Queens one when it was free at one point, for a couple of years ago. And um, my daughter was
1: quite taken with that as well. Initial reaction then, it's very simple. Yeah. However, it is also very clearly uh, labeled on the Play Store. It it says, Younger Than Eight. It also has, which I've never seen this before, but it has an expert approved uh, little sort of sticker. Uh, so that presumably is sort of it, its um, educational accreditation. Yeah. Um, On the Play Store. The first few cog things are simple, straightforward. I've got to one here. It's probably like the fifth one. And looking at it and talking is actually stopping me from Uh. fully engaging with what I'm supposed to be doing. So I've got a cog above me. I've got, like, the door that I need to place the cog on. And I've got a key that I need to pick up. But there's no way for me to get through to the key without placing the cog. So I've placed the cog. I'm now going down to the key. But because ah, there you go. Okay, so it's introducing a new mechanic. Uh, because I would placed the cog, that had then blocked my route to the to the cage that I needed to get to to finish the level. Yeah. But then there was a switch that you could uh, you could toggle, and that then changed the direction of the cog.
0: The king and queens one. Well, kings and queens introduces things like there's crocodiles with liars that you have to place the liars next to the crocodiles to make them sleep in order for you to be able to get past. And I think there's ghosts later on as well. My daughter wasn't quite as taken with the kings and queens when okay. she was she the first one. But there are, you have mentioned Think Rolls uh, 2 as well. There's also a, a space mm. version available and they've recently released. I saw so that. They are t- I'll talk about the developers in a minute. Um, There is also a version that came out recently called um, Think Rolls Play and Code, which uses, from what I can see it's a, a coding game using these characters that children are now familiar with this original game Think Rolls I'm talking about today has been available since October 2014 so quite a while and it's using similar to the Scratch website so I don't know if you're familiar with Scratch at all or if anyone's listening familiar with Scratch I do, yeah, I know it's Scratch. this whole system of coding using blocks that you drag in to create an algorithm yeah, drag and drop. very simple mm. it seems to me like that's the sort of thing they're going for with, with that one Think Rolls playing code so I, I don't know anything about that game at all um, but I I have experience with think rolls and kings and queens as do you at the moment we are talking
1: yeah i hope i'm not too distracted i think i think it was a
0: good idea to go and get it and play uh, as we're yeah. talking about it it gives you a better sense of of the game yeah because exactly realistically this would never have been on your radar at all would it? no no uh,
1: the, the thing that the uh, thing uh, that made me that prompted me to do that was that you said that you said that i it's a game that i wouldn't necessarily be interested in and actually from listening to you talk it's actually the sort of game that i would be interested in okay. um what, maybe to- not a on a level game. that it's no not even that i think um so you've talked about coding games um And Scratch, Scratch being a platform uh, for children to learn to code. Um, I really like the idea of that. Um, I I really like the idea of uh sort of these simple, um, or simplified platforms for for children to Mm. learn computing or or coding or anything like that Um, and I've always taken interest scratch was one that when I was teaching uh, the IT department used to teach kids in a secondary school uh, as opposed to primary school so it sort of has um, it has use across the whole spectrum of age Um, but there have been multiple uh, um, sort of attempts at this there was one uh, probably around 2009 2010 that that had uh, a virtual, a virtual world. You were a character in a virtual world, and you had like a ray gun or something, and you could shoot code out into the world, and it would do right. things. So, um, if you if you had code that created the platform, or code that created a climbable platform in particular. Um, or a platform where you could hang off. Basically, you can build levels with this ray gun by che- by chopping and changing blocks of code. That then the the gun then shoots out whatever the code represents. What game is this? So that was really. I can't remember what it's called. I'll, I'll have to try and find it out after the fact, and we'll um, we'll add it to the uh, to to the Facebook page or something. Yeah. So right. if you're if you are interested <laughs> listening to this a uh, bodged version of this this education <laughs> game. Um, Come and find us on Facebook, uh, Twitter. I'll I'll pop the uh, details for that game on there if I find it, but it's, it's possible I won't. The other one, and I do know the details for this, uh, the other one that comes to mind and is similar to Scratch, there's a couple actually, um, but the most recent one is Autonauts. Have you heard of mm. Autonauts? Wasn't that so what we talked Auto- about during Denki Blocks? Yes, it is. It's made by the same developer, it's, the, uh, it's, it's Denki Studio, um, and they won the Scottish BAFTA for game design um, in 2020, uh, this year, they won it this year. Um, and that has a similar mechanic where you can automate uh, systems using actual code um, and code structure programming programming language structure for a more adult version of it there are two games uh, that were available initially i think on the wii u but are more prevalent prolific now um seven billion humans and mm. human resource machine and again that that uses um sort of snap together pieces of blocks of code that then you can use to run systems in the game so each level requires you to put that code together um i really like that kind of game i really like the logic puzzles okay. um and that's that's the long-winded version of explaining why uh think rolls is maybe up my alley
0: how are you getting on with it I, as we've been talking what level are you on now
1: uh i'm i don't know what level it doesn't it? it doesn't tell you what level on this version ah, of the okay. game but you're on it. this version of the thing it's it's fine simple uh but i can see the appeal and if it were at a different level then it would be the like a perfect little uh time waster or toilet game as you call them Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: the developer has a great name it's developed by a company called Avokido Avocado but A-V-O-K-I-D-O who exclusively make educational apps for children and is a studio based in Greece
1: oh right very nice I don't hear very much of sort of uh, Greek game development
0: no no me neither I thought it was quite unique hmm uh i also uh as, as you're playing you might be able to contribute to this i really like the look of it that the chunky cartoon style it reminds me a lot of hey dougie uh, another a, a children's cartoon which is very popular around our house or at least it used to be she's getting a bit old for it now uh wh- what do you make mm. of the style of it
1: yeah i think i agree i there was a nice big uh chunky dragon at the start mm. of the level which uh looked pretty cool and you saying hey dougie definitely um it, it, yeah that's definitely a good call looking at the character that i've designed the dragons actually appeared again now he's, oh, there you go uh he's sort of it's almost like um paper craft uh mm, yeah i can see a that. paper craft style looking at the dragon it's, it's sort of like he's been created through layers of paper like de- decoupage or whatever you call it
0: another thing i like is the way it's being created to be language free so there's obviously you've got you've got to interact with the menus and you've got language there Mm. but within the game itself the characters communicate through this gibberish a bit like the minions i guess and i like that because that's universal that can then be sold in in any country which i guess is the reason why they've done it but i think that makes Mm. it even more accessible yep what's the the music like in that version you're playing
1: i don't i don't think it is about being able to sell it in different countries surely it's about the Child friendliness of it. Are you oh, talking completely. about yeah, yeah, yeah. five-year-old five kids that maybe aren't completely language. Well, they won't necessarily be reading, will they?
0: No, that's that's actually a fair point, which I haven't thought about.
1: Yeah, I guess it's
0: um, mm. the early Lego games. They were a similar thing where the cutscenes were just yeah all they used all the character the noises, type, didn't they? And mm. have now evolved into using either voice actors or the actual uh, audio from the property that they're, they're looking at. Yeah. Uh, I always found the original ones that the way they did that the gibberish and it was more slapstick i always found them a lot more charming personally than than they are now but yes, yeah. a personal preference hmm. what's the
1: music like in kings and queens so i haven't been listening to the music so oh, i'm trying enough, to I listen suppose. to you and i don't want to accidentally <laughs> record the the music okay. so i can't answer that question i'm afraid the music in this version i'm
0: talking about think rolls is nice and background. i was trying to define it because to, to try and give uh, Listens a bit of a flavor um it's it's non-intrusive i initially put elevator music but that's not fair it's best in elevator music and the the best description i could come up with was the music when you load up a ps2 that music oh yeah that's ambient, sweet, ambient yeah, ambient that's a perfect word to describe
1: that was the word i was trying to get to and couldn't guess mm. ambient so music or elevator music is a type of ambient music but it's a, a pervasive invasive precisely ambient music um whereas the the genre I suppose of ambient music is the so, sort of thing that you can work to I, I listen to a lot of ambient yeah. music actually because it's perfect for for writing
0: well I really got into during lockdown three I got into the channel on YouTube that was lo-fi hip-hop beats I think it was called and I used to mm. listen to that all day while doing my work and uh it was it was lovely uh it's it certainly it's not the music and think roles is not lo-fi hip-hop
1: uh, by any stretch of the imagination. It, no, it I don't think you, you are either, to be honest. Really? <laughs> but we'll okay, put, fair enough. We'll put that to one side. Lo-fi hip-hop does not spring to my mind when I look at you every Sunday. <laughs> I thought I'd sum up lo-fi hip-hop perfectly. Did you? <laughs> Okie dokie. I'll try to broaden my horizons. Yeah, go for it yeah cheers i'm not gonna shame you i, ha- I already <laughs> have but i shan't shame you any further
0: there thank you, you i appreciate that as my daughter's got older and she uses the ipad more and more frequently for gaming for games that are a lot more gamey Meaty. than than think rolls um i've mm. noticed that they because we only get free ones for it i don't buy uh, apps on the ipad because i think that's a bit of a was a, this free on, on the ipad personally then? so this was free through the app as i've mentioned in a previous episode called apps, ah, apps yes. gone free yeah, okay so i'll mention that again for anyone who hasn't listened to that episode whichever one it was which i mentioned it in apps gone free is a free app for the iPads which you download and uh, every single day i check it and it says hey are these games apps tools whatever are free today and you can then go in and download them so mm. the games that we have got on our ipad for my daughter are exclusively games that i've downloaded through that really because it will say oh this game is usually $3.99 but it's free today um there you mm. go and uh, that was how i got Thinkros, was because it, for each app on AppsConFree, it gives you a bit of an overview and says who it's recommended for so I, I saw this read the blurb and thought yeah that sounds good and um bob's your uncle
1: yeah so um just to just to counter that slightly um i understand i understand uh, that approach i would say if you like something support the developer support the game uh, that goes for mobile games as well if you find that you like something uh, that you've ax- that you've ended up getting for free go out and buy it if you if you feel like that is uh, appropriate for you, if you've had tens or hundreds of hours of of entertainment from something, it might be an appropriate thing to do. But it's each their own. Um, yeah, well, on that, I guess.
0: Hopefully, by me extolling its virtues on our episode today, uh, maybe yeah. some of the people go out and buy it. It is at the time of recording. It's you said it's was it three dollars forty nine? On- three
1: pounds is three pounds fifty. Um, okay. on the Android store, and Play on- Store on ios for apple devices
0: it's five pounds neither is particularly expensive really i wouldn't say no
1: no Um, i think that's very reasonable for what it is so just to give you an update on how i've done oh yeah um, i'm at the end of the first set of levels um and there was a really nice little animation with the dragon again at the end where all of the little collectibles that you've collected throughout that series of levels he sucks them up Mm. into his mouth he sort of goes (sighs) And, he, and the animation for that's really cool. And then um, he, he he spits out your rewards in little bubbles. Um, so your rewards, as you said, they are all different ways to dress up your character. So I got a little pirate hat, which I'm going to go try on in a moment when we've finished.
0: And you then presumably rolls over them to collect them and then you've gone back out to the main menu to yeah.
1: put them on. Yeah, absolutely. To have a little go. Having played those first, I think, 10 levels, I, I can say that actually... Um, this is a this is a perfect game for for the uns and possibly for for the olduns as well. It's it's an it's a well put together, well presented, uh, fun, mm, moderately challenging, depending on your yeah brain power. Um, little set of log- logic games, logic puzzles. So yeah, I I I think it was a good a good bring. Is that how we say that? A good bring,
0: possibly. But the last point I wanted to say then, because that sounded like we were wrapping up there, the last point I wanted to say, which what I was talking about before uh, you gave us that update. As my daughter's got older, she's we're downloading more and more games for her for, for free. Yeah. Because we're downloading free ones, they then come at a cost in terms of the in-app purchases and the pop-ups and things like that because developers have also got wily. And you know, at the end of the day, I understand they've got to make money. But some of the the practices that they do in the the way things pop up to try and convince you to, to buy them, it's quite hmm. easy for children who don't understand what they're doing and also don't have access to the credit yeah. card uh, or well, or at least don't have to pay the credit card bill, to accidentally do something. So we there's been, for example, I shouldn't say this anymore. Um, but Think Rolls doesn't do any of that at all. I'd around. like to know what you're going to say. What were you going to say? I'm just, i was just going to give an example, but it's, it's irrelevant okay. because i have talked about it. Yeah, already. no worries. But Thinkrolls doesn't do that whatsoever. There are no ads whatsoever. There are no, there is no requirement for in-app purchases. What you see is what you get. You download this game, that is everything. Which I okay, think can is I brilliant. can I
1: counter that slightly? Uh, so you know, I just said that I finished the first ten levels. Yeah. It then spat me out into the main menu and asked me if I wanted to buy the full uh... thing for 4.99. So effectively what uh, you've got so, there is a demo. Yes, they've given me right. a demo. <laughs> uh um yes, yeah, so that that does happen in the Android version. Uh obviously I I imagine that won't be happening in the other games because you pay up front for those. Yeah. Would that be I think that would be right, wouldn't it?
0: I would assume so we've we've had games that we downloaded from my daughter, where that's happened before, where it's purported to be the free version and we've played it for X amount of time and then suddenly it says, oh, to, to go further, you you've now got to buy the full thing. So I think
1: that's yeah. what developers do nowadays. Um, you know, they, they can't... At have the to same come. time, they, it was very overt. It wasn't trying to do it in a underhand way. So I, I do... And if I you... I think that's a fairly reasonable thing to do. And
0: if you bought the full game, you wouldn't have had that there because... You know, you've got the full game. There's, there's no need for an advert or an in-app purchase because you've, you've done that already, or your parents done that already. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's well. To to wrap it up there, then it's quite honestly the best child app i've seen and it's highly recommended by both myself and my daughter she absolutely adores this game um it charts high in the education category on the app store regularly which i think again is another mm. measure of the uh, success of it and also the educational aspect because it generally does the education the stem stuff really really well so uh yeah i thought there might be some parents uh, listening as I said at the start, who maybe wanted a, a game for their, their children, their younger children, to, prospective to play. prospective parents, you never or know. Absolutely, prospective parents, prospective gamers who gamers who are prospective parents who are wondering what sort of thing to get for their children. This would be a fantastic starting point, I would say.
1: Yeah, I think I agree, having uh, played through those first 10 levels. It seems, uh, as I said, I think I'm repeating myself, so it probably get caught, but <laughs> it's very well put together, very well presented um little game uh with some interesting ideas first 10 levels not too challenging but looking at this it looks like there's about close to 200 levels in this kings and queens version yeah. of it as well um so i'd expect it to get challenging later on for more challenging later on um so yeah i think i endorse this as well i agree with you on it okay. good good stuff
0: so thank you avocado for making it and uh myself and my daughter look forward to seeing what comes next after think roles play and code thank you for listening if you've enjoyed the podcast please come and join us on facebook twitter youtube and instagram and please remember to like share subscribe rate review and uh, just generally uh shout about us and tell everyone you know your parents your children your hairdresser your neighbor anyone and everyone um make
1: hmm. them all aware of us thank you very much when Chris says shout about us he doesn't mean aggressively he means in a friendly manner um did I No, nobody go out there and shout at strangers and or people you know and then put it down to instructions you've been issued by this podcast it's just a disclaimer it keeps us it keeps us right. above board legally Chris alright yeah okay. don't look at me like that yeah I, we, ha- we have to play by the rules I, I definitely wasn't suggesting you shout at people honestly good alright cool